Hello and welcome to the Fantasy Land Basketball Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Mark Shorten. Week two in the books. Um, hopefully everybody got the success that they were looking for. Um, personally, I mean, four redraft leagues, currently undefeated in each of them, so two and zip in each of those. This week was a little trying, though. It was, um, it was difficult. It was difficult. I... I had I, I scraped over for a win in an eleven category league um, with Chris Paul getting to ten points when I needed him to get to seven um, to get the win. Um, percentages I've got some really iffy percentages in one of my leagues and managed to to hold on with field goal in another. So overall, it doesn't really matter how you get there as long as you get there. So overall, pretty happy with the results. Um, so I suppose we, we build onto, onto week three. And now that we've seen a couple of different trends, we've seen a couple of different rotations. The Josh Primo, Josh Primo, um, news caught me by surprise in the, in the middle of the week. And I, I think that there is a real beneficiary, um, that is going to be a mostly waiver wise and I'm going to speak about him in a second, but, um, with, two weeks in the books it's it's really good to to see which waivers or which players i should say you took late in your drafts and have come good and which ones you've taken late in your draft and have not come good um i took the anthony melton in a lot of places and dropped him and then re-picked him back up um because he started getting some some extra minutes while Joel Embiid was out um jalen smith has been a little bit iffy in some games he's been good in others um it's been it's it's been an interesting start to the to the season for a lot of a lot of players and um it's good it's 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 what we it's what we do uh it's what we enjoy about fantasy the um the thrill of the chase the thrill of picking up a player and watching them flourish um so i i i've probably said this in the past and if you are new to the podcast obviously welcome but uh, i don't think i've said it the first two weeks but you got to play waivers if you're not playing waivers, then you're leaving potentially seven players if you've got a daily pickup um, type setup. You're leaving potentially seven players on your, on obviously on the waivers and you're missing out on potentially what? Maybe 100 points, maybe 30 rebounds, maybe 20 assists, maybe seven, eight, nine, ten 10 steals, blocks. Um, which is absolutely the difference maker. Um, so you've you've got to use your waivers, um, especially if it comes down to a really close matchup. If there's a player that you're not 100 percent sure about, player that's injured, player that's going to miss time. Like I see people holding Jonathan Isaac and holding Robert Williams and holding onto these guys, Lonzo Ball that may not play until the new year, may not play at all, um, and then and then losing the week because they don't want to give up that player. Nobody's going to pick him up anyway. Um, nobody, no savvy um, NBA fantasy manager is going to, going to pick him up. So make sure you play your waivers. A win is a hell of a lot more important than potentially getting uh, Lonzo back or potentially getting uh, Robert Williams back to, to make a run at the playoffs because could be out of the playoff run by then anyway. So enough of my preaching. Let's talk let's talk waiver wire. So the 
the first one I got here, I alluded to him just then. Um, he is... He's the, the guy that I see having the most uptick from uh, Josh Primo, Josh Primo being off the the Spurs roster, Josh Richardson. We are starting to see some semblance of what he was doing at Miami um, a little while ago. It feels like maybe three or four years ago now. In the last couple of games, he's averaged eight assists. He's averaged 11 points. He's averaged a steal and a half. Um the, the probably the most encouraging thing about that though is that he's averaging 32 minutes in the last two games. Obviously, we're talking small sample sizes, but whenever they lose a guard off their roster, they're going to put another guard into that rotation or give that another guard uh, more minutes in that rotation. And Josh Richardson, he's questionable with his back, but I am absolutely looking to pick him up in a lot of places because assists are really hard to come by, steals are really hard to come by, and Josh Richardson, we know. Um, Historically speaking, whenever he gets a bit of usage um, or he gets minutes, he can produce. He's 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 a pretty good fantasy guy. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if his minutes stayed in the oh, 28 to 32 range. I wouldn't be surprised if we saw him consistently churn out 12 points, five assists, and a steal and a half. Um I don't think there's too much more upside there because they've got some really high usage guys in Devin Vassell. Um, oh, forgot the uh, power forward's name. Come to me as soon as I move past him. Uh, Kelton Johnson, of course, um, and Trey Jones. And he's probably fourth in that pecking order, potentially even fifth uh, behind Jakob Pertl. But I think that Josh Richardson is going to have some really fantasy-friendly stat lines. And... The fact that he's only rostered in, if we're looking at 24% of Yahoo leagues, 5% of ESPN leagues, he's going to be widely available. So unless you're in a really deep league, Josh Richardson is somebody that you should be prioritizing on your waiver wires, especially if you're in need of steals and especially if you're in need of assists. Um, I will say that this upcoming week is is really difficult. There are a lot of teams that only play a couple of games. Um, fortunately, San Antonio play three games, um, but they do have two days off to start the week. So you may be able to play another wave and then pick up Josh Richardson um, on the third day and, and run out um, his three games in four days. But yeah, Josh Richardson is somebody that I definitely think that you guys should um, should be considering for your waivers. The, the second player that I've got on my list here... He's somebody that, look, I, I'm not a massive fan of him or his brother, if I'm being perfectly honest, but Marcus Morris is playing some really good basketball at the moment. It helps that Kawhi Leonard's been out. It helps that Robert Covington's been out. Um, but Marcus Morris is a good fantasy guy. He's going to he's going to get you points. He's going to get you triples. He's going to get you boards. Might chip in with the steal every so often. Over the last week, so we're talking maybe two games, um, 17 points, nearly seven boards. We're talking a couple of triples, and he's probably a little bit underrated whenever it comes to being a fantasy asset. Um, he does miss time through injuries, but you're only really using him for uh, a couple of games here and there. Um, the Clippers do have four games this week, so he's somebody that... You 
you're going to get a lot of usage out of if you are willing to pick him up and willing to roll the dice on him. Kawhi Leonard, I think, is still going to be out for at least the next couple of games. Um, so I think Marcus Morris is somebody that you, you really should look to pick up. He, again, is available in so many leagues, 27% owned in Yahoo, which means that you've got, what, 73% of leagues are available. Seven out of 10 leagues he's going to be available in. And then on ESPN, 9% owned. So nine out of 10 leagues, he's going to be there sitting on the waiver wire. If you're going to be able to get, again, he's, he's only going to pinch it every so often. So you, I'd be very surprised if he was going to be a 17 points, six, seven rebounds guide the entire season. But while the usage is there, while he's getting 25 to 30 minutes, he's going to put the shots up. All he needs to do is just knock them down. Um, and I think he's going to. So I would be riding the hot hand with Marcus Morris um, and looking to, to pick him up. He's dual eligible on ESPN anyway, power forward, small forward. So if you're looking for someone who's going to knock down triples, is going to get you some points and going to get you some boards, Marcus Morris is somebody that I would definitely be looking at. Um, next, cab off the ranks here. Someone who I wasn't really expecting to do much, if anything, this season, but he's he's a... He's finding a little bit of a niche role in the Miami lineup. Um, he's getting close to 30 minutes a night. He's turning out over the last seven days nearly two and a half steals for the season, nearly two steals a night. He doesn't really get you too much more than that. It's Caleb Martin. Um, and I think that he is somebody that you should look at if you're in need of defensive stats, particularly steals. Hasn't I don't think he's got a block so far this year. Um He's going to get about 10 points, going to get four boards, but more importantly, steals are fantasy gold. They're so hard to come by, so hard to find on the waivers as well, and Caleb Martin is turning them out like they're going out of fashion. Two in his last game, four in a couple of games before that. As I said, nearly two and a half for the season, nearly one and a half, or sorry, nearly two for, sorry, two and a half for the last seven days, two for the season, and he is really, really, really undervalued, really underappreciated. Um, 22% rostered on Yahoo, 4% on ESPN. Uh, in case you guys haven't figured it out so far, Yahoo seems to have, I don't want to say more savvy owners, but they're always there's always a higher percentage of owned players on Yahoo than there is ESPN. If somebody knows the answers to that, please let me know. But I've, through my research into the Wave of Wire podcast, and I'm obviously looking at players who are owned in less than 40% of leagues, so you're actually a shot at getting them. Um, there's no point in me pulling up someone who's 40% owned or 38% owned on ESPN whenever they're 70% owned on Yahoo. And that is the case in um, for a lot of players. The only time it's kind of flipped the other way is if it's, a player that I don't really see too much value in anyway. So if somebody wants to shed a bit of light on that, that'd be great because Yahoo seems to have higher ownerships almost across the board compared to ESPN, um, which doesn't make too much sense. Maybe the maybe the leagues are slightly deeper on Yahoo, um, not in any Yahoo leagues. Um, maybe ESPN, there's a lot of eight-team leagues. Um, 
which if that is the case and you are in an eight-team league and you're listening to this, a lot of these guys are not going to be relevant for you because there is going to be some really good players that will be rostered in most leagues otherwise. Um, so I don't want to say you could probably stop listening but because that's a bit detrimental to my own to my own cause, but um, unless you are pinch-hitting for a couple of specific stats, these guys are going to be more of more use to, to teams that are or to leagues that have got 10 managers, 12 managers, 14 managers, all the way up to, you know, 20, 25, 30. Um, fourth player, Tim Hardaway Jr. I I took a, a punt on him this week because I was in desperate need of triples, desperate need of points, and I was really happy with what I saw. He's obviously going to be someone who really, really hurts your field goal uh, whenever he feels like putting up buckets, which is well, all the time. Um, loves putting up a shot, but he's going to get you close to 15 points. He's going to get you two and a half, three triples. Um, but that's pretty much it. So if you're in a field goal tank um, or you are you feel as though you're strong enough and you've got enough uh, high field goal players that you can take somebody who is going to uh, put it up, Tim Hardaway Jr. is, yeah, he, he's going to hurt you in in field goal for sure. He doesn't really contribute too much elsewhere besides triples and besides points. He is pretty decent from the line on, on decent volume so far this year, but um, yeah, proceed with caution with Tim Hardaway Jr. He's got, he's going to get you nearly 30 minutes tonight as well, which is great. Um, just yeah, be mindful that he's going to put up a lot of shots and they're not always going to fall. And that's not going to stop him from putting up a lot of shots. So yeah, proceed with caution. He is owned in 34% in Yahoo leagues. He is owned in 11% um, on ESPN leagues. So again, widely available. And finally, the last one I've got here is a player who I've always thought was about 45 years old. Um, I don't think he... I'm very confident that he's not that old. Um, let's, he's, it just feels as though he's been in the league for so long. Um, and... Ever since it feels like I've been ever since I've been playing fantasy basketball, which is eleven or twelve years now, I th- it feels like he's been in the league. Um, Justice Winslow, he's what he's twenty six years old. Surely I'm not the only person who thinks that he's been around forever. Um, obviously Justice Winslow has had his injury woes. He's shown glimpses of greatness for pretty much his entire career. Um. And he's got games where he shows glimpses of greatness as well. But right now, what we're looking for is with um, with Dame Lillard out, Justice Winslow is getting more of a run. And he's getting more of a, a shot at um, at handling the ball as well. Obviously, Anthony Simons is the one who's going to take the lion's share of that. But Justice Winslow, he's getting 25 minutes a night. He had seven assists in his last game, three and three in the one before that. He's getting a lot of steals as well, which he... Historically speaking, he's he's pretty decent um, in the defensive on the defensive side of the ball. So, almost similar to Josh Richardson, where there is an opportunity, Justice Winslow seems to take that opportunity. Um, again, it's just a matter of him staying healthy. He's your he's if he was to get thirty minutes a night, you're probably looking at your real low end, almost. Draymond Green type triple singles. Yeah, seven, seven, and seven. Yeah, eight, eight, and eight with um, 
steal, steal and a half, block, block and a half on a nightly basis. Um, so again, I, I really like Justice Winslow. Um, I probably won't look at him until towards the end of the week, similar to the Spurs. They've got two days off to start the week, Memphis, and then they've got two really difficult games um, at Phoenix. So it'll depend on how my team is shaping up. Uh, it depends on if I need assists and if I need steals at that point. Um, some teams I will. Well, some, some of my leagues I will need that. Some of them I'm pretty set with, with steals as well. So, yeah, Justice Winslow, if you need those defensive stats and you need some assists, him or him or Josh, um, Josh Richardson are you guys for those areas. Outside of that, I don't really have too much more to add. Again, I hope everybody has been successful in the first couple of weeks. Um, I promise to put out some some TikToks this week. I have been absolutely slammed with getting things done around the house. Foolishly, I don't know why, but foolishly, with a, a newborn, uh, a new baby boy, myself and my wife decided that we're going to host Christmas this year. We don't have the facilities to do that, and nor, nor do we intend to, but... Last year, there was eight people at Christmas. This year, there's going to be almost 25. So, been busy trying to get the house into some sort of organization and building a whole bunch of stuff uh, for us to have Christmas. So, not that you guys need to know that, but uh, a little bit of insight into my life um, and the excuses as to why I haven't been able to jump onto TikTok and do a, a couple of things there or respond to your messages. So, again, I apologize, um, but I will, I will endeavor to be better. Until next time, again, good luck for this week. And until next time, don't forget to rate and subscribe.